What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Mini Crush Monday with me, Noel Brown. Ah, whoa, 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 Boop. whoa. Take two. Hey, it's <laughs> Mini Crush Monday. Hey, Noel, how now, brown cow? Ah, it, it is I. Take oh, three. What, what's happening? <clears throat> ready? Ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mini Crush Monday. It's me, Josh Clark. Ah! Is this that movie Split? Switch? <sighs> Okay. Flip. Come on. All right. Take, what is this, four? Take four. That's the sound of a a new take. Or it's it's like a dream sequence. That's what we're experiencing right now, clearly. All right. Take four. Ready? (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stuff You Should Watch. Ah! I like to watch things. We, We could go with that. Stuff You Should Watch is the closest you've gotten. All right, take five. You ready? Oh my, God, my alarm's going off. Everything's all askew. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, everybody. Welcome to... Uh, all right, this is it. This is it. Come on. The one. Come on. Come on. 20 dwarves took turns doing push-ups on the lawn. 20 dwarves took turns doing push-ups on the lawn. I don't know that one. Okay. <clears throat> hey, everybody, and welcome to Mini Crush. This is the Movie Crush version on Monday that's very much shorter 
and it features Noel Brown and me, Chuck Bryant. <laughs> oh, it's so good to be back, Chuck. What if um, we just did that over and over, like Family Guy style, for 30 minutes? What do you call that? There's a name for that kind of joke. Uh, beating well, a dead a, horse? There, that's a thing, but there's the shaggy dog story, which is just like the joke where it's all set up, and then the punchline is just a, a nothing. You know, I think that's what a shaggy dog story is. Like the it's not quite the same thing. Kind of like the aristocrats. I think the aristocrats is a shaggy dog story. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that documentary on the aristocrats? I did, and I think the, the thing that I remarked on that most people did was that the filthiest version was done by Bob Saget, uh, who yeah, you think of yeah. as clean-cut you know, dad from Full House, but turns out he's a total scumbag. Yeah, my brother worked with him, and he was actually a great guy to work with. Bob sure. and um, sure very much filthy in real life <laughs> yeah I, I i when i say scumbag i mean sure. humor wise yeah well i'm sure a scumbag. A well there you go um how you doing man i'm great noel uh we have ketchup on our list is the first thing and uh, mm-hmm. there was some breaking news this morning oh shit in real time noel that amazon I'm... acquired mgm studios oh boy Did what does that, that mean no this is news to me yeah it's like 8.56 billion dollars or something at Amazon, they just throw money around like it's money. Yeah, I think Fake they money. said the big play here was the fact that uh, the James Bond franchise is now under the control of Amazon. You know what? I, I saw a thing. It was one of those hyperbolic kind of headlines where it's like, the studios no longer have control of the movie industry. Um, and it's because of the streamers. They're the ones, obviously, with the pandemic and the way, you know, theaters weren't a thing anymore. There's always been this kind of tacit understanding that the studios would defer to the theaters mm-hmm. and, and that awards revolved around theatrical releases, and that shit matters, you know, to, to studios anyway. But now it seems like the streamers are in control. You got your HBO Max, you got your Amazon and all that, mm-hmm. and it seems like they're the ones holding the keys now, and this just kind of solidifies it, don't you think? Well, I tell you what, Noel, I mean, they are a version of the new studio, and it's like anything else in media, you adapt or you fucking die. It's true. You can't stop it. You, can, you can't pout and sit on your hands and say, well, this isn't fair. It's like all those cab drivers that were upset about Uber and Lyft, you know? You got to adapt. You got to adapt. Things change, Noel. Mm-hmm. You can be left behind, or you can roll with it and, and work in the new system. I think I mentioned last episode, I think, that I went and saw a movie in the theater, and I really liked it, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a, this is sort of a silly thing to say. I really I've obviously always... I've, I, <laughs> movies in the theaters are great. No, I've always really uh, loved going to movies in the theater, and I I just feel like the release schedule isn't back yet. There's like been two movies kind of lingering in yeah. the theaters this whole time. I today. There's nothing out that's worth I the know. Shit, but, it's but, weird. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that... Coming soon, though. Coming soon, I, I would like to continue that uh, that tradition. Yeah, me too. Sad that I'm referring to it as a tradition, like it's some sort of nostalgia. Remember going to movies in the theater? Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. I, uh, I'm i feeling more confident about stuff. I went to, I, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, I went to a baseball game. Nice. And uh, that was kind of nice. And uh, Emily and I had our first dinner out on a patio last mm-hmm. uh, week. And that was wonderful. And, Lovely. Uh, we're, we're easing on out there a bit. I hear you, man. I've got a couple work trips scheduled. Obviously, that Seattle trip was a kind of big first push. Sure. Um, but yeah, going to Nashville for a conference and probably going out to L.A. pretty soon. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, work isn't saying thou must travel, but they're like, hey, if you've got a reason, don't hesitate to, to not 
to not do it, to do it. Don't hesitate to do it. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Chuck. Do it, Noel. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make somebody tell me to travel for work. Yeah. I have no... I'll do it. You want I, me to do it? I have no interest in... Uh, I just... I don't want to... I mean, I'm fine to get on a plane now because I'm vaccinated, but I just... I don't want to. I've really yeah. enjoyed being at home and not traveling and being away from my family. Oh, I have too, Chuck, but I've also reached the kind of threshold, and I am now sick of my family entirely. <laughs> well, that happens. I'm just kidding. Uh, that's a thing. Um, sure. It's funny. You, you really... Uh, I, I know this has been rough on some marriages. I've, I've known, sure known a couple has. of people who have gotten divorced during this pandemic. As have I. It's just uh, it's a real test of, of your friendship as as a partner you know like you gotta be friends with who you're married to or you're not gonna get through it dude i mean i'm not the, to play dr ruth here or anything but i mean it's so important that you just enjoy you know keeping company with this person that you have things in common that you can actually vibe yes uh if you don't or if it's all based on attraction or like sex that all that shit goes away when you it get goes on. It away go, no it doesn't have to go away you know what i'm saying i just well, mean sure it, if you don't actually enjoy the person's company and like just being lazy and sitting around and bullshitting and bantering, what there's really not much else. Everything else is kind of goes by the wayside eventually, you know. So that's right. And not everyone is uh, is Sting, and you know, in their sixties or whatever he is, can still get down with hot tantra fucking for mm-hmm. hours at a time. Good. That's for what his him. new album. That's what his new album is called, Chuck. That's called Hot <laughs> Tantra <laughs> Fucking <laughs> with Sting. Yeah. HDF for the yeah. uh, for Walmart and the uh, uh, more conservative retailers. Yeah, and the subtitle is "You got stung <laughs> by that dick." Good for you. Oh God, good for you, Sting. Ooh, my sex life is better than it's ever been, and I'm uh, approaching seventy. Ooh. I know it's nice. It's Who good cares? for him. It's good for him. More important um, things in life. Oh, there are, you know, like uh, like Movie Crush, Mini Crush. What's the show called again? You got me all flummoxed, Chuck. That opening really threw me for a loop. I would say that Mini Crush is more important than Hot Tantric Fucking. I think that's probably true. It definitely gets better reviews than uh, that new Sting record. No, nobody cared about it. They really resented that Apple just put it on their phones. You know, right. it's like nobody wants that. Uh, so, Noel, do you have any more in the in the ketchup department? trying to think i got a new synthesizer that i'm really excited about let's hear about it is that it uh, well, behind you is that what i'm looking no at? that's I, I that's an old one that's a, an 80s uh juno 106 from roland and i got it repaired recently i have actually our boss connell gave that to me because oh, nice. uh, he he used to play it in this band that he was in called adam which mm-hmm. i'm sure you're aware of um and i had another one and he saw it in the background i was like well it, it, it doesn't work goes, well i have this one in my attic you can have it and if it works you know then then you'll be in a happy boy and it didn't turn on but i got it repaired and then i got my other one repaired so now i have one that i am keeping and one that i'm selling but i bought a, a sequential circuits profit rev 2 which is the sound chuck of like john carpenter movie soundtracks Ooh. So I might have to do like a augmented movie crush bumper or some kind of little totally. little ditty with it. It sounds so cool, man. It's so yeah. Cool. I tell you what you should do, Noel, is just just do some sort of a, a 30 second jam audio soundscape and we'll just throw it in here somewhere. Okay. All right, here it is.
All right. Oh, that's amazing. Well, you'll have to make sure our, our producer, Mike, uh, did we ever announce that Mike has taken over the show? Good old Mike. Love we, Mike. We maybe have been. Uh, no, we did. I, I big did upped we? him heavily. I big upped him heavily. I, I'm certain about it. About okay. his NPR background and and uh, Right Club and That's all the right. things that all he right. does. I just want to make sure, sure Mike gets his due. We need to re-record, have Lauren re-record our uh, post-credit sequence because, oh, or our, right. our credit sequence because she still says Seth is the producer. Oh. That was two producers ago. Two I just producers get passed ago. around like. We yesterday's news <laughs> no that's no not one, what happens with yesterday's no news chuck yesterday's news gets thrown away nobody passes it around uh i get passed around like <laughs> tomorrow's news tomorrow's sandwiches i don't know what that means i don't know what any of it means but i'm happy to be here um you had a nice little getaway as well didn't you with like a family situation some uh some camping of some sort uh yeah well the the uh the family camp is 99% complete, Noel. That's we had so a few cool. friends come up and help. Had a couple of big work days, uh, which was a lot of fun. It was funny when we were all, like, there were some kids running around, and there were some people helping me. You know, there was all kinds of things to do to kind of finish the camp out. And um, Emily was working on some stuff, and uh, she said, you know, every it was very cute. She said, anytime there are a bunch of people, like, working like this in a big, fun atmosphere, and there's music playing, I always think of Footloose <laughs> when, ah. they're, when they're putting the prom together. <laughs> You know, I've never seen Footloose, Chuck. Oh, no. All right, I'm it. on it. I'll get on it by, by next week. Is this, so this is like a family, like a plot of land or something? Like how? Do, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I've talked about it a little bit on Stuff You Should Know. I have some oh. land in the mountains with a creek on it. And uh, my, my dream has always been to have sort of a sort of a family camp, family and friend camp. And uh, it, it's getting so crowded in Atlanta over the years that it's, it's hard to go camping on the weekends. If you get up, the, like if you're not up there in the North Georgia mountains on a Thursday, then forget about it. You come up, you creep up there on a Friday after work. You can't find a camping spot out in the wild uh, unless you want to camp right next to some schmucks. Mm -hmm. So I got some land. We, uh, it, it was just last year was a pop-up tent with some stuff stored under it. And this year uh, I was finally able to get a carpenter to build a pavilion with a, some shed storage and firewood storage and an outhouse that I'm still waiting on the composting toilet for. It's not finished yet. And we we built a little outdoor kitchen in it and picnic tables, and we got everything you want. So the idea, Noel, is that, that everything is kind of there, all the cookware, all the, the stuff that you have to tote to take camping. So if people want to go camping there, all you do is bring your stuff to sleep, your tent and your sleeping bag or whatever, your cot, and then whatever food and booze you want to bring. And everything else is there to make it super simple to just sort of last minute say, hey, let's go camping. And uh, it's open to you, Noel. If you ever want to go camping up there, you can totally use it. Chuck, I would love that. I would, I would mainly love to, you know, I, mean, I would just, I want to, I want to like hang with, with, with you guys, man. I want to come like vibe with the, with the Bryants. Do you want to come camping this weekend, Noel? Well. What are you doing uh, Memorial that, Day weekend? I don't actually have any, any major plans. We got a bunch of people. There's like 25 of us, like six or seven kids. Think my about kid it. Is, I will think about it. My kid is actually doing a camping thing with her other friend in Tennessee. But um, this weekend, I'm free. yeah, for Memorial Day. But let me, but let me, let me, think, let me think about that. That's really the, the lovely, the lovely uh, thought. And uh, all right, really, well, it's out there, and uh, there will be the, like the whole band is going. So my drummer is bringing his one of those drums that you sit on and play, mm -hmm. and uh, and we, we just. You know, we sit around by the campfire and all. We make s'mores. We play guitar. We drink. 
I'll bring my synth. <laughs> well, we do have power. We have solar power at the pavilion. I saw the solar power panels on the roof. That's it's so amazing. Cool you could bring your fucking synth if you wanted. It's like fully uh, having I mean, a the forest dream one, synth jam. The dream one day, Noel, is to have a like a little get a few of my musician friends and do a little like weekend hoot nanny for real. Oh, a hoot and a holler. I love it. I'm ready. Uh, all right. So it's out there. And if, if anyone uh, finally posted some pictures, I'm very proud of it. It looks on, awesome. Uh, Chuck. The Chuck the Podcaster Instagram. So. We have the Bryant family camp, and it's very sweet that everyone wants to go crash the camp and have a uh, movie crush and stuff. You should know events there, but it is closed for those activities. <laughs> Got it. Sorry. Do you have a tent, Noel, and sleeping bags and stuff? I don't, actually. I think I, I, have, I, I have extras. I've even got you hooked up there. Amazing. I do need to. I want to be a camping guy. I want that for myself, so I think I maybe need to. I did just buy a really cool bike. I haven't had a bike in a long time, and I bought a nice Trek bike off a dude off of uh, Craig's or Facebook uh uh, marketplace so nice trying to try to get it get it back into shape chuck now that we're like you know humans again i ordered a bike too Noel. it's coming in uh it was back ordered so it's coming in like mid-june late june nice nice uh all right Noel. well the invite is out there and if you don't come this Appreciate weekend we, we should just get together another weekend oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's a lot of great fun i can't wait the Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. All right. So, Noel, we're going to do a little something now called 
Knowles Holes. It stands for Knowles Holes. Whoa. I wasn't ready for this, Chuck. I sprung it I've on been, you. I've been filling a lot. He sprung. One of my holes sprung a leak. Gross. Uh, okay. Uh, now, right. of course, I'm looking around. I don't even think I have a pencil. That's okay. That is that is troublesome, though, because that's my traditional way. Gotta have a pencil. No, I'll just do it on the computer. That's fine. Oh, you hate that, though, Chuck. Um, No, I don't. Why don't I have right. a pencil down here? What am I? A digital man? That's what I'm saying. Ugh. It's not like you. It's so analog. All right, no pencil. All right, I'm looking all around this basement. Not a pencil to be had. All right, Noel. We're going with a category this week that I don't know if we've done before. The categories get thin with movies after a while, you know? Sometimes true, we do Chuck. a repeat. But we're going to go with thrillers, Noel. Thriller movies from all Thriller, areas. like the, mu- the, the music video thriller. That's what this is about. No, it's not about that, Noel. Okay, it's about okay. thriller, the genre. Got it. Uh, and let's go ahead. Here, let me open up another document so I can more easily Chuck, keep score. Before we continue, do oh, you boy. personally feel like there is a distinction between the thriller and the horror? Well, sure. Two different well, then, things. But 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 the but the movie featured in the music video thriller is clearly a horror. Horror, horror, yeah. That's what I he should have called it. Sh- but do, but don't you agree? Don't you think that's a little bit uh, mixed? Sending mixed messages. I think Michael Jackson sent a lot of mixed messages here. And that's probably fair. <laughs> that's probably fair. All right, Chuck. I got that out of the way. I just had to pull pull you there. Uh, I'm ready. All right. I've got my uh, yes column and my no column. And we're going to go ahead, Noel, and start with a little movie called Memento. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You I, forgot. The I forgot how this game works. I've seen Memento, yes. All right. I figured that. It's as simple <clears throat> as that. Yeah, there's some, the, the, some the, gimmies the, here early on, Noel, but, you know, oh, as know. usual. That's how you throw me off, and then all of a sudden the I goal, to uh, The goal when I design the game is not to stump you entirely. When I designed the game, Noel, is not to stump you entirely. Now, Chuck, I really didn't <laughs> I didn't try. And the second time, I did a lot better. So I made up for my first horrible, uh, almost entirely Japanese <laughs> uh, Bless you. version. Thank you. Let's, uh, right. We should leave that in. Yeah, let's, let's pick a genre I'm a human being. Chuck is I sneeze. completely not into. If you, uh, oh, yeah. If you prick me, I, I also bleed. Um, yeah, let's go. All right. Number two, Noel. A little thriller. About a head in a box. It's called Seven. The box! What's in the box? <laughs> wow, you just uh, look so much like Brad Pitt when you did that. Thanks, Chuck. It's a, it's a thing I do. Um, that would be the movie, uh, I believe it's called Eight. So, uh, not quite. Almost. Seven, eight, nine. The first set. Okay, seven. seven. Yeah. Go backwards. Seven. Mm-hmm. All right, Noel. That's two in the S category. Uh, Noel number three is a little movie starring Mr. Yake Yellenhall called Nightcrawler. Mm, yeah, I love that one. He's the he's like a like a crime scene paparazzi, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One might say a crime scene addict, a photog, a photog. There's a great sequence in that movie where he like screams at himself in the mirror, and I think he smashes the mirror, and I think that was improv, and he actually hurt himself. Oh, really? Um, Mm-hmm. He, he also got real gaunt and weird looking for that role, don't you think? Yeah, yeah I think a, Yake can uh, he can change his appearance quite drastically. He can. He can. He's quite. He's, he's one of the. He's one of the greats. I like that guy. All right, Noel. 
we are going to move on to another little movie about a girl that's gone, and it's called Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Good, the Goodbye Girl. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that. That's a good one. Um, okay. There's that sequence at the end with what's his name, uh, Doogie Hauser, where he just gets, yeah, he just she bleeds all over her. I know he was. I quite enjoyed that movie. I read the yeah. book as well. That's good. Very good. Uh, all right, Noel. Boy, you're smoking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like right, a thriller. We're going to go back in time a bit to the 1980s to a little movie called Fatal Attraction. I have not seen Fatal Attraction. Wow. I think we've talked about this before. Uh, That's the one with Glenn Close, thing. right? Glenn Close? Yes. And who's good the movie? Michael who Douglas. is she fatally attracted to? Michael Douglas. That's why it's confusing because he was also in Basic Instincts. Very true. And those are both kind of erotic, you know, uh, thrillers. Erotic thrillers. That's the genre. Yeah, they are sexy thrillers. Uh, fatal Attraction, better than Basic Instinct. If you're talking just quality movie, Basic Instinct is still pretty fun, though. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Noel, that's your first no. Uh, next up, Noel, we have a movie about a band backstage being tormented by Nazi skinheads. It's called Green uh-huh. Room. I love it. I've, I've watched it a couple times. I think it's excellent. We, I know you, we both love that movie Blue Ruin that the, the filmmaker made previously. Correct. I think that's a better film, but I really like Green Room, too. Yeah, agreed. Tough movies, you know, if you're a little squeamish. Oh, God, yeah. They're both uh, very taut, tense thrillers. Right, taut, no, and, they, and they've got a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of nasty limb damage and things <laughs> happening to people. In limb damage is tough. Yeah. All right, Noel, you're doing great. <clears throat> Number seven, Noel, is a movie that featured another drastic body transformation featuring Christian Bale as a mm. gaunt mechanic. It's called of, Gaunt Girl. It's called... <laughs> very nice. The Machinist. Chuck, I have I have spotty memories of this movie, which implies to me that I watched it on TV and half paid attention. So mm. I think I get I got to give it a no, Chuck. If I'm okay. being completely honest, yep. You know, I want to honor the game. Honor the so, game. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, wow. Machinist is good. All right, is the one gonna... where he, he kind of doesn't know what's real. He's sort of losing it, and he, he like, like he's paranoid schizophrenic kind of vibe is that the deal like he's sort of you know what uh i'm having trouble remembering now but yes but i did see the machinist and it was one of those movies it's like you know it's fairly disturbing so i think you can put it out of your brain in a certain way right and i think that's what happened to me oh you having a topo chico i love a topo chuck oh boy the fizziest of all fizzy waters it's the best level of fizz it is so high in fizz Mm -hmm. yep Love it. It's good in a mixed drink as a, as a mixer. Well, then, then really quickly, not to derail the game, but super quickly, there's a, a one of the first bars that opened in a comfortable outdoor manner as uh, a local place called 97 Astoria here in Atlanta. Sure, um, which I, we all love. Uh, but Town. they have they have a drink in Cabbage Town. They have a drink called Ranch Water, and they literally take a Topo Chico and pour a little bit of it out and and add tequila and fresh lime, and that is my favorite drink right now and i've been making them at home um and then you should too crushers it's a great great movie drink yeah and you know if you're if you want a little alcoholic beverage and you're trying to skimp on the calories it's a good way that's to do what it. i'm doing that's what i'm doing no sugar it's also keto yeah. friendly if you're into that vibe sure. um, and very few carbs so i love it that is my recommendation for a cocktail all right noel uh we are moving on to the next one on the list which is a movie 
that was a, a kind of a smaller, somewhat overlooked film, but has quite a nice reputation on the streaming services called The Invitation. Ooh, I got to Google this real quick because it doesn't ring a bell, which probably means I haven't seen it. Uh, the Invitation from 2015, directed by Karen Kusama. I do not know this film at all. Wow. Yeah, it's listed as a horror film online, but I, I take issue with that. I think it's in the thriller category. Oh, even the cover looks thriller city. It's like a glass of red wine and a dude standing by himself in it's the a, background. It's a dinner party gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, and well, I don't want to give away anything else. No, it very, sounds very like a good movie. Yeah. I'll check it out. All right. The Invitation. Overlooked. All right, Noel. It is five to three. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right. We're going to go back in time a little bit more to to a sort of a high class thriller mm -hmm. from director Anthony Mingala, the talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah, I like that one quite a lot, actually. Okay. Uh, I remember, I distinctly remember feeling irritated at Jude Law's character <clears throat> and almost feeling like Ripley was justified in his retribution. But then, you know, he sort of took it too far mm. because it's like, you know, they like they brought him on, they paid his way, they gave him everything and made him feel like a million bucks. And then they totally were like, you know what? We're kind of done with you. And yeah. that's not a good feeling. And that's enough to make anybody even not like verging on, you know, psychotic, uh, at least get their feelings hurt. Agreed. Agreed. All right, Noel, we're moving on to number 10, a movie that was out, I think, last year, maybe the year before called A Simple Favor. My goodness gracious, Chuck. I don't believe so. All right. Features the very lovely uh, Blake Lively and uh, the very lovely Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. They're both featured in full loveliness on the cover. Yep. Good movie. Mm -hmm. Somewhat overlooked. All right, Noel. It is uh, six to four. Oh, boy. Uh, six Noel, in my favor, up. right? Six in my favor. Six in your favor. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, we have a movie starring Mr. Jason Bateman. Called The Gift. Well, shit. Look it up. I am. A lot of these thrillers have very innocuous names. Yeah. That's why That's why I'm having to look them up. The Gift. Wait. Directed by uh, Joel, Edgerton Joel Edgerton and starring Joel Edgerton as well. No. I didn't see The Gift. Good movie, Noel. Good thriller. Gordo. There's a character named Gordo in it, which I love. All right, six to five. Things are evening out here, Noel. Oh boy, as I oh suspected. Boy. Oh boy. All right, next up, number twelve. We have a movie, a bit of a mystery, a bit of a thriller, a bit of Clint Eastwood, a bit of Sean Penn, Mystic River. Yeah, I saw Mystic River. Okay, I saw Mystic River. Wait a minute, wasn't there a flippin' another movie called The Gift with Probably. Kate Blanchett and Giovanni Ribisi, and it was directed by Sam Raimi? Okay, Chuck. I saw that gift. Well, I saw that the gift, and that is to me the more known the gift. Feel like you got to give me that one on a technicality. <laughs> yeah, that's not the movie I was thinking of. Though. Damn it! <laughs> All right, that was a good movie though, wasn't it? Yeah, another thriller. Katie Holmes, I think. Right? I dude? know, I know. Katie Holmes. She, she goes full nude in that one. Oh, that's right. That is the memory that I have of that film. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okie dokie. We are moving right along then, Noel, to uh, number 13, another movie starring Sharon Stone, Sliver. Sliver. The the poor man's basic instinct is what the, that yeah. one was. Uh, who was in that? What's the dude's name? I don't know. Was that a, what's his face? 
Exactly. It definitely was what's his face. Uh, was that a Baldwin? It was a Baldwin. Was it a Billy Baldwin? It was Billy Baldwin. Yeah. BB. And a Tom yeah, Berenger. Sharon Stone. And a Martin William. He, yeah, exactly. Class and uh, Remember uh, Body of Evidence, Chuck, with Madonna and Willem Dafoe? I do know, but have you seen Sliver? I don't think I saw Sliver. I, I bet I watched it on like Skinamax, just like fast forwarding for like the the the, the steamy scenes. Sure, it it count. holds. Yeah, it doesn't count. It holds a strong eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, yeah, it was supposed to be pretty bad. Yeah. All right, Noel, number fourteen is a movie called Body of Evidence. Believe it or not. Oh shit! Really? Really? Yeah, I definitely saw that one. I. I the the steamy scenes in that one were so good it justified watching the whole movie. Okay. Um, yeah. There's like candle wax dripping and stuff, and Ooh, like you know nothing Willem. sexier than candle wax, right? Oh god, I know. Seriously. Uh, yeah, just I saw sting. it. I saw it, and I actually listened to uh, they did a um, how did this get made on it as well uh, oh, yeah. recently, and um, I that's how I realized I know every single one of these beats they're talking about because it's like I think she's a psychiatrist or something, and like is accused of having murdered her husband and Willem Dafoe is the detective investigating it. And he somehow gets wrapped up in her very irresponsibly, um, you know, uh, in this tryst. And uh, I don't remember exactly what happens, but it, it, I definitely no one does. Seen it. mm -hmm. It's fine. Nobody remembers. There was also final analysis, which is another one of that crop of erotic thrillers around the yeah, same time. There was time. A, a spate of those mm -hmm. in that era. Madonna. Sharon Stone. Not a great actor. Was in all of them. Well, except for Madonna's. Yeah, I know. Could have been Sharon Stone, though. Kim Basinger was in uh, 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 Final Analysis. I miss Kim Basinger. She should be in more movies. She's great. I like her. I like All right, her Noel. Too. Moving on. Number 15, political thriller, military thriller, a little movie starring Kevin Costner and Gene Hackman. Very good movie called No Way Out. Damn it, Chuck. Why couldn't it have been The General's Daughter or something like that? Because that's not good. <laughs> no Way Out's Are awesome. There's no like prerequisite that these picks have to be good. Um, no, I haven't seen No Way Out, Chuck. All right, Noel, it's getting tight. Am I am I losing now? Nope, it's eight to seven in your favor. All right, coming to the final stretch here for the last uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, Noel, the next movie is a movie I've ragged on many, many times because of the glaringest of plot holes, wherein if any of these characters just picked up a cell phone, there would be no movie. Mm. Wicker Park. Josh they didn't Burton. have. But they didn't have cell phones, did they? Well, yes, they, they, they was, did. That was right on the cusp of that was like you know Nokia brick type phones, probably. Wicker Park. Now I didn't see Wicker Park, Chuck. I didn't see Wicker Park. It's funny. I looked it up this morning because uh, I was like, I'm not the only one who thought this right. If you just Google Wickle Wickle Wicker Park cell phone, there's there's so many articles and reviews. Can you explain? Like, All they had to do was make a phone call. I mean, not that anybody cares about spoilers, but can you briefly explain why it hinges on that or how it would have solved Oh, I can't even remember, man. It was so bad. It was like there was a guy who liked a lady, but then she disappears, and there's another lady with the same name wearing the same clothes, and it's like what reality is he in and, and, and misconnections and stuff, but like it all falls apart because of phone technology mm -hmm. existing in the world. And the yeah. whole time you're going like, just make that call and you could make that call. Yeah, there's literally an article all this that says out. it just says Wicker Park uh, characters need to answer their cell phones. Yes, right. There's mm -hmm. a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. So bad. So bad. 
All right, Noel, the final four. You Jesus, are how did, how, you are good at this. You are good at this, my friend. I'm good at creating the drama of a close finish. I love finish. it. I love it. All right, Noel. Could go uh, either way. Could go either way. A movie wherein the classic iconic line, is it safe? Yeah. A movie called Marathon Man. I've seen the Marathon Man. Okay. Right. It's that one with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he gets attacked with that dude with the, the, the hockey stick and uh, the flamethrower and all that, right? No, no, that's the running man. God damn! No, I've also seen the marathon man. Have you? Who's in it? I have. Uh, it's Dustin Hoffman okay, okay. and uh, Sir Laurence Olivier. All right, all right. Who plays the dentist, uh, who is like a Nazi war criminal dentist. Mm -hmm. um, all right. I, it's been a long time, but yeah, it's, I've definitely seen, seen it. You've seen it. Mm -hmm. All right, Noel, last three. Come down to the wire. Hot. Classic damn. movie from... Francis Ford Coppola and Gene Hackman. It's called The love Conversation. It. Love it. Love it. Uh, I don't know why. I saw that when I was in college. Um, that one really <clears> stuck <throat> with me. Something about it was just, I thought was really neat. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where I, I think it's one of those things where it's like an unreliable narrator type situation where you're not sure. He gets so in his head about surveillance and about he thinks he's being surveilled. And then the movie kind of ends with him sort of not knowing if he's like totally insane or not, right? Isn't that kind of the way it goes? Sure. I think it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Roughly. Excellent, excellent movie. Early, early uh, uh, Harrison Ford appearance. Oh. Was he? Yeah, I mm -hmm. guess so. He's in it for a minute. He plays somebody's like assistant or something like that. But he's, uh, I believe it's pre Han Solo. He also had a very, very small part in Apocalypse Now. So Francis Ford Coppola, he was on his radar early on. Must have been. All right, Noel. Last two. You are up okay. ten to eight. So, oh boy, the worst you can do is equalize if you whiff on these final two. Let's see what happens. Number nineteen, a movie from Brian De Palma, very steamy, called Body Double. Mm. Nope. No, I'm, I'm not sure. Again, all of these movies have the most <laughs> generic titles. Who is in this one? Body Double is is that is that Michael Douglas? Nope. No. Who is this? No, I haven't seen Body Double, Chuck. I haven't seen Body Double. Good movie. Dude, even the poster is steamy. It it's is like a steamy. dude creeping through, like a silhouette of a dude doing that classic peeking through the blind situation. Yeah. And a topless woman who appears to inexplicably be in the throes of ecstasy all by herself, just standing there kind of cradling her her, her bosom. <laughs> you should have your own show where you just like describe movie posters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. It's it's apparently a direct homage to uh, Alfred Hitchcock, Rear sure. Window, Vertigo, M yep. for Murder, very much all of that. Very voice. Oh, just really quickly, have you heard about this new movie that apparently went through some kind of development hell, and it's now on Netflix, and it's called like The Woman in the Window, and it also is an homage to all this stuff. But apparently, it is hot garbage. Oh, really? It's got Amy Adams in it, who I think we both love, but it, it, it it's very very poorly reviewed. Mm. Um, I would like to see it just to see if it lives up to the negative hype. Yeah, negative hype. Good band name. That is a pretty good band name. All right, Noel, last one. You either equalize or you win. Basic instinct. I have seen that one. All right. Look at you. 11 Squeaking to by. Squeaking by by the skin of my teeth pants. Good job. Don't even know what that means. Well, what does the skin of the teeth or seat of the pants even mean, Chuck? I mean, teeth don't have skin. That's the gums, okay? That's the gums. I never really thought about that. That makes no sense. Chuck, that was a very well-designed game, my friend. That was a very well-designed game. It was a squeaker, but you uh, you did it. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Uh, Noel, we're going to finish up uh, this week with Stream This. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, I believe I mentioned that we started I'll Be Gone in the Dark. We finished I'll Be Gone in the Dark two nights ago. The uh, great documentary on HBO Max about the Golden State Killer and Michelle, the late Michelle McNamara's dogged pursuit of said serial killer and book on said serial killer and the way it weaves in her story uh, with her uh, experience as well as the true crime piece is enthralling and gripping and tragic in every way imaginable. Didn't she have like a secret drug problem? Yeah. I mean, let's, let's go ahead and say if spoiler coming up here. Okay. Yes, she, she did. It was uh, uh Patton Oswalt's wife. And um, she she did. She had a uh, largely because of this case, she was taking uh, things to get her up and to get her motivated. She was taking things to bring her down and allow her to sleep through the nightmares. And uh, it was an accidental overdose of a drug cocktail. And uh, tragically, she passed before the book was finished. And Patton Oswalt helped to oversee the completion of that book. Right. And uh, it's just brutal in every way. And that story is brutal in the Golden State Killer and. Uh, really focusing, it's a very victim-focused uh, true crime piece. 
uh, and seeing uh, the final episodes of that with the survivors coming together after his arrest and conviction is just really touching, moving, brutal stuff to watch. And, and I haven't seen it yet, and I obviously want to very much, um, especially knowing that detail. But like the whole drug addiction side of it, I think is really interesting because a loved one could have a, you know a drug problem like that and maybe you're aware of it it's not like they're completely hiding it but you're like oh it's under control or oh they're doing it for a reason or this that and the other but it's very easy to normalize that and let that go and mm -hmm. i would just say look out for your loved ones if you see red flags you know i think make that sure, is make sure they're okay make exactly sure the case okay. here uh and pat Oswald even talked about it like you know who doesn't have friends are like oh i need a couple of xanax to calm down and I need a, an, uh, an Ambien and then, you know, and or an Adderall to get me up or whatever. Um, I might be confusing the drugs, but Adderall's the up one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's very easy to normalize that and be like, Oh, well, someone's working on a book and they just need a little extra help. And, but then there are other dr secret drugs because you get, um, you plateau and you need something more. And then, mm -hmm. It gets out of hand, and it's uh, it's very, very, very sad what happened to Michelle. Yep. Right on. Well, I definitely will. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make some mental, uh, emotional space for that one because I know it's it sounds like a lot, but it is a lot. Um, I, I'm uh, very fascinated with the case, and obviously that uh, that part of the story is, is fascinating as well. Totally. So we um, we also have been doing a little palate cleansing because those episodes were so rough. Rewatching some of what we do in the shadows here and there for some yucks. And then uh, last night, Noel, I watched uh, Army of the Dead by myself because Emily <laughs> went to sleep super early. I watched it too. What'd you uh, think? Uh, it's so stupid. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's, it is it exactly. is as advertised. It is exactly what a movie called Army of the Dead yeah. about a heist and a zombie-ridden Las Vegas would be. Um, I think I've mentioned my favorite online movie reviewers are these dudes from Minnesota. You go by Red Letter Media. And they have a show called Half in the Bag, and it's just great. Super snarky. Um, but they point out, and I, I would put this to you, Chuck, and the Crushers, that uh, it is very much a one-to-one -one ripoff of Aliens. Oh, really? Just not like, obviously, there's not Aliens, but there's there, it's Aliens. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's like a rich financier pays them to go to this place that's infested with Aliens to get some kind of payload um and there's a you know caretaker situation with newt and and sigourney weaver's character as there is with drax and uh -huh. his daughter um there's the same rich person sending them into zombie infested thing which is the equivalent of the ship that that they're going into to get whatever payload it is and there's the bad white guy who double crosses everybody sure. who is paul riser and and aliens and it's uh that weird looking dude from uh deadwood in the <laughs> yeah, in uh, he's great yeah, he's awesome. But, but you when see he what shows I'm saying? up, you know he's not going to be like a straight. No, good he's guy. got that. He's got that cockeyed kind of like sure. you know uh, look, look to him. No, he's not. Um, but I, I would uh, ask you to maybe like look into that a little bit. Maybe there's an article or something. But I, I they make a side by side comparison, and it really is. Even the way the helicopter rescues them at the end, uh -huh. um, uh, and they point out that like where aliens gets all the tension building right and gets all the character development right. You know, Army of the Dead really doesn't have any of that. Uh, all the headshots land perfectly every time. Sure. There's very little tension. There's very little concern uh, for the characters' well-being. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I tell you what, Noel. I it was fine. I watched it. I liked the the gore. I thought it was totally some fun, effective use of uh, of gore. But you know what? In the end, 
I don't know that I've ever seen a filmmaker be more consistently just mediocre to not exactly. great as Zack Snyder. I that's what I've always thought. And he continue is very, to get really yeah. big, big movies. He is the very definition of style over substance. Yeah. He's got this look and he knows how to nail it. He's got this slow-mo, hyper-stylized, big music sequence, set pieces, and all that shit. But like very little character development and very little story and plot. Like this is the you know, you could you could sum this story up on the back of a cocktail napkin. I mean, there's really yeah, nothing. Yeah, agreed. And I hated the music in Army of the Dead. Oh, all the covers? All the little whimsical, ethereal mm-hmm. covers of these classic songs. Yeah. My girlfriend I, I liked hated it. it. And then at the end, when <laughs> he literally used zombie zombie by talk uh, about being on the nose who, who's yeah. the band the cran the cranberries yeah the yeah. cranberries it was yeah. just yeah it, that it was, was actually i, I didn't think was, it was a waste of time or anything no no I, i'm glad fun. i watched it it was and, fun and I, I i like a good heist but the, you know again in the in the red letter or the uh half in the bag they talk about how like okay ocean's 11 characters are fun yeah. and smart and funny and there are challenges that they have to overcome and they have to bob and weave and kind of figure out their way through to the next challenge this one there's very little of that you know it's it's, it's very straightforward yeah. and when you're doing a heist movie and a safe cracking movie part of the fun is designing a really sort of elaborate fun safe cracking sequence and Which this they one sort of did with the not the really traps. Dude. this was just like a guy that had to listen to the safe and turn the. But there were the traps, though. There were the, the traps. They had to use the zombie to like trip the traps. But even I did that, like that part. I yeah. did like that part. That's what I'm saying. That part. That part was fun. The dart shot in the zombie. That was kind of <laughs> exactly. That part was pretty fun. Um, so it had a few moments, but you know, it, it's because we're so goddamn starved for entertainment that we're oh, 100%. even watching these movies. Did you watch the Snyder cut? The the, the nah. Yeah. Still haven't. It was fine. It's very long. Um, but I'm with you, man. I've always felt this way about Zack Snyder. He seems like a really lovely guy, though. I will say that. Like, every interview I watch with him, he's just so purely, earnestly into doing what he does. And I really appreciate that about him. And obviously, he had a you know tragedy with his uh, his daughters uh, uh, taking her own life. Sure. Um, and that's what led to you know him having to depart from the uh, Justice League movie in the first place. But he just seems like a real good guy. Um, well, that can get you work, yeah. too. You know, if you're easy to work with, the studios mm-hmm. like you and... His movies make money, then uh, maybe they don't care if they're not the most well-reviewed, you know? He's also weirdly best friends with Christopher Nolan. Oh, really? They, like, are really, really close. And, like, apparently Christopher, I think there's a family connection even. Like, Christopher is married to his sister or, like, somebody who he's related to. Um, But Christopher apparently told him, don't watch the Justice League cut that What's-His-Face did. Um Who's the the guy that did like oh, the, did Joss Whedon? Joss Whedon, yeah. He said, "Don't watch it. Just don't do it." Because oh, um, he apparently it just they took it in a direction that it was not what he intended at all. But um, yeah, I'm with you, Chuck. I, I definitely enjoyed it for what it was. I like zombie tigers. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I wonder if uh, if Zack Snyder ever calls up Christopher or maybe even texts Christopher Nolan and says, uh, "Hey, man, how do you make a good movie?" Yeah, that's. Pretty pointy question. That'd be hard. Where do I where do I start, Zachary? Where do I start? What have you been watching, Noel? You got anything to stream? Well, uh, I, I, yeah. So I, I watched a movie on the plane um, when I was coming back from um, from Seattle, uh, and it's actually a Christopher Nolan movie called Tenet. Um, Still haven't seen. I, it. I have no idea what that movie is about. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, really. And I tried. Yeah. But it, but the thing that there were some things about it that were cool, but it's one of those things where they're it's so cryptic 
and like esoteric and like the whole device of what the movie is, what the plot driving like technology, you know, he always has to have some kind of like little, little twisty, like time travel-y device or whatever. Yeah. It like, it like doesn't make sense to the point where you feel like you missed something mm-hmm. and that you're like stupid. And that's not a good place to put your audience, John. No, you know what I mean? It, it, uh, I, th- I think it was Sherry who we used to work with in, in social media. I miss um, Sherry. I do too. I love Sherry. Hi, Sherry, if you, if you listen to the show. Um, she pointed out that it's like keeping your audience in the dark mm-hmm. to this degree is like damaging. Yeah. To, 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 to the way people are able to enjoy your movie. It's one thing if it's like Donnie Darko or maybe it doesn't quite all add up, but this one, it was like none of it added up. Interesting. It's like, why is everyone going backwards? I don't understand. Is it like their doppelganger? I just don't get it. Like, and I, I wanted to. And it was also long. Um, I'll watch it. Uh, I'll try and get it in before our next mini and maybe uh, I can offer my perspective. I'd love to gripe about it with you, Chuck, because I feel like you're yeah. going to be roughly on the I'll same gripe. page. <laughs> But um, also when you watch a movie on a plane, uh, you're it's, not it's really terrible. giving it your full, you know, it's full due. So I will give it that. But, you know, I still think I probably feel the same way. Yeah. That seat back is not an ideal experience. Um, All right, Noel. You got yeah. anything else? You want to nah, ma'am. wrap I'm ready it up? To, let's, let's move on to number two. All right. Uh, well, that is it for us, everyone. And I hope you had an enjoyable experience listening to this little episode. And I hope everyone is doing great and are uh, being their best selves. And uh, and healthy and happy, and have a good week. You gonna flub the outro too, Chuck? On purpose. Shut up. Movie Crash is produced and written by Charles Bryant and Noel Brown. Edited and engineered by Seth Nicholas Johnson, and scored by Noel Brown here in our home studio at Ponce Market, Atlanta, Georgia, for iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices... You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.